0: Gentlemen, welcome back. We are going to be on episode number eighteen, and I have a treat I think for y'all. First of all, thank you for Reddit for tracking uh, this person down. And I think if you're a real OG vet and you are around 1999, 2000 and beyond, um, you're going to know who this is. It's none other than Chopper. And I had a couple questions like who who is it you know is it is it the ask chopper crew no it's chopper himself this is the guy that ran askchopper.com way back and it was fascinating um to kind of pick his brain on what went on you know behind the scenes of everything and i think you guys are really going to appreciate it i wanted to add a few things uh just for uh things that you know i was told after we recorded um, at the end of, you know, the height of ass chopper, they had over 30,000 members on the forums, which I, cause I think in the recording, he says a few thousand, 30,000 like, I mean, that's way more, right. That that's huge. And it it just really, it baffled me kind of how much it's grew and scaled and how the people were, because this is the exploit, you know, community, which, Gosh, you know, if you think the PvP community is toxic, you can only imagine, you know, that community. So, a very interesting take from him. And the other thing, I guess, uh, that was uh, for sure uh, mentioned um, by Chopper after the fact was I guess you were allowed to somehow change like people's journal um, and the paper doll. And it's kind of where vendors used to price stuff like for sale. (laughs) Um, And I guess they would go around and like advertise the website and change people's, you know, like texts and stuff like that. So it was really funny. I didn't hear about that one. Um, Also anecdotally, I, uh, I asked around a little bit about the uh, IDOC bug because apparently, and Chopper goes into this, uh, he was never able to, you know, duplicate it, but you were able to instantly put a house um, into the IDOC status. Uh, I I didn't, no one, um, I even asked a few people that I thought maybe knew. No one really confirmed that or not. So I don't know if you guys can confirm that or or know personally, like you've used it, you know, please let me know um, because that's a fun one. But um, truly thank you guys for the support and listening. Uh, Thank you for Chopper. The time zones were crazy. So we finally linked up. I know it's been a while since I posted, just the holidays, Thanksgiving. I mean, it's just, it's a very busy time of year, but um, I got uh, this episode now and then I'm I'm recording another one uh, this week. So I'll be hitting two coming out here pretty soon. Um, just a reminder for anyone uh doesn't know, I do stream on Twitch. Usually it's Thursday through Saturday. It's kind of my schedule. I do stream Ultima online. Um, so definitely check me out on there. Just look up Mustache Gaming. Uh, you'll find me and I'll I include the links in the description here um, for the podcast. But again, huge thank you to Chopper. I have a very sneaking suspicion that askchopper.com will be coming back. And <clears throat> if, if it were up to me, I would uh, encourage Chopper to go ahead and, and pursue what he once pursued in the year 2000. Um, because I think, Right now, even OSI and Free Shard, it's kind of, there's really no underground bug community or, you know what I'm saying? It's, I feel like the Free Shard should be on their toes a little bit more. That's my personal opinion. And um, I would just love to see Chopper make a run at it again because it's just, it's so much fun. So, all right, guys. Thank you so much. And I will catch you next time. Okay, guys. I am here with, I would say... Perhaps a childhood folklore hero in my mind, uh, Chopper. <laughs> and um, Chopper, thank you for joining me. First of all, man, thank you.
1: Oh, thanks for the invitation. It's a pleasure.
0: Yeah. The uh, so the funny backstory and how I got connected with you. I believe there was a guy on the subreddit for UO. And I think he mentioned, he was like, man, he's like, I, I think Chopper's on, you know, Reddit or something. And I'm like, nah, I'm like the guy from Ask Chopper. And he's like, yeah, I think he is. And sure enough, we got connected and uh, I'm just, I'm really grateful because I think you have such an interesting tale. So I think, you know, I know I'm in for a treat, but I think everyone else is too. <laughs> um, So all right, we're gonna dive like right in. First, I'm gonna ask you this like right off the bat because we gotta get
1: this out of the way. Where did the name come from? How did that all come about? <laughs> yeah, I got asked that a lot. It's um, I, I've pretty much always called my characters Chopper, uh, and it comes from um, when I was younger. I used to read. Um, uh, I'm still reading now and again, actually. Uh, a comic called 2000 AD. You're probably familiar with the character Judge Dredd from when. Yeah, absolutely yeah. butchered it and there's a much better, more recent <laughs> film that, that came out uh, with the character in but one of the characters in there one of the he was this um he was this surfer but he's, he's like a hoverboard surfer it wasn't a normal surfboard and they did this like death race through megacity and all that sort of thing and him and these other characters and and he's uh he's a recurring character in the in the comics and he's uh, he's a bit of a star and yeah. I always liked him and it was always a nice short name, dead easy to to put in, but unfortunately usually taken on a lot of servers and things that you go for. Um, but yeah, that's right. where it, That's where it came from and, and it and it kind of stuck. Well,
0: you know, cuz and that's a really cool uh like history because I know for me in UO like the hardest thing is a character name, right? <laughs> yeah. Um so okay, so we got the name. Now walk me through in you know obviously I want to stick more on u o but kind of give me some of your you know your upbringing with games and how it kind of ties into how did you get to u o like how did that all come about
1: Ooh, okay um well one of my favorite games when i was a uh, uh, well going back to early to mid eighties was um a space game called elite it was all vector graphics black and white stuff um, okay by this guy called uh it was Ian Bell and David Brabham, the two of them um Absolutely mind-blowing game because it was all procedurally generated, so it was all it's a very small file. But when you installed it, it created this entire universe to fly around, in and and all these procedurally generated planets and and things you can go off. And it was a bit of a trading game basically, but they had the odd mission thrown in there. And I used to play it on this old British computer called the BBC Model B. Oh wow, okay. But it came out on everything. It was on the Spectrum, on the Commodore, on um, it, it, it went to so many different platforms. I don't think it was that big in the US. Uh, but interestingly, they did release um, a NES version of it in the in the US. Oh wow! Which is actually one of the best versions of the game. So if you've got an old NES knocking around, you can get hold of that. Then huh. give it a try. But it's a it's a bit of a an arcade one well, now. But the great thing about it was you just lost yourself in this game. You just uh, it just the the hours just flew by, and you imagined you were in this sort of spaceship flying through, and, and, and you know you've really felt you were there it just had a really good way of right so i became kind of obsessed with that and the little um icon that was always next to my name on the forums that was the elite logo the little blue
0: oh okay
1: um it's hard to see now because the site's down but right coming back (laughs) up uh from there i went on to play various bits and bobs but um i ended up on Uh, Getting involved in MUDs, uh, multi-user dungeons, text-based ones, sort of get sword, kill, whatever, that sort of thing, but with loads of people playing. Um, And and, uh, it was particularly one MUD called Discworld MUD that I used to play. And that was based on Terry Pratchett's Discworld, which is kind of a fantasy-based thing, a bit tongue-in-cheek compared to the sort of hardcore fantasy stuff. Yeah. Um, But it was fun and it was good. And and pretty much everything out of these books, all the quests, all the things, all the puzzles you had to solve, they're all from the books. It's really well done. Okay. Uh and I actually became a liaison creator on there. So not a creator that actually coded rooms and, and all that sort of thing. But my character was called Chopper and he was liaison. So it, it was kind of the same role that um were they called counselors on UO, I seem to remember. There was yes, you, you that GM. was
0: that well, there was a few that there was a lawsuit. So the original it was counselors, those were like the volunteers in the blue robes, yeah. if memory serves me.
1: That's right. Yeah, that's right. So that and they kind of dealt with general player questions and quibbles and problems right. and they could do some basic stuff as far as the the magic behind the scenes in the game, but they couldn't do as much as the GMs could really. So the, the liaison creator, that, that as my role in these muds was the same sort of thing. Someone would be stuck or the, the weapon had uh, disappeared or something right. like that. Or some there's some sort of bug in the game and it was I'd whiz in and try and help them out. And um yeah, so that was that was my first real taste at the online gaming thing and, and communities I think in a game as well. Um big style, which is what, you know, lends itself to UO so well. And yeah. And I, I progress from that into UO. I can't remember the actual segue of how that happened. Uh, unlike some of the I've been listening to some of your podcasts and you get these stories of people's first day in UO and the first thing. I honestly cannot remember my first <laughs> experience with the game. <laughs> but I spent so much time in it that yeah. Yeah, I I don't know if it all blended into one, but I do remember being a new character um, and how difficult that was, but I just got straight into mining. I used to love mining, um, doing that sort of thing. So I went from there and played UO, did all the, and we'll talk about all that as that comes up. Uh, then I went into Counter-Strike.
0: <laughs> wow, okay.
1: <laughs> After, mainly because you, once you've done that PvP thing and you've played against other people, you play the offline games, and they're okay, but you want to right. play against other people. Um, and it was a bit twitchy Counter Strike. It wasn't as relaxed and slow. Now, are we
0: talking like Counter Strike, like 1.5
1: days? Yeah, yeah. You had to kind of mod Half Life and mess around with things and download huge files over slow internet connections. Okay. It was a, yeah. It was, a, it was a bit of a chore to get going, but it was fun. It was good. There's all the different mods and all the little right. quick maps you could get. So that was fun. And then I bounced between that and really then got stuck into a game called uh, World War II Online. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember
0: that. Wow, okay. Yeah,
1: I don't even remember, but I think it was—is it Mad or whatever? He used to, he used to have a web page, and he, he reviewed it, and it was all—it was a complete yeah. joke because he reviewed it and the thing. I think it was just coming out of beta. or It was still in beta, and the tanks were literally <laughs> <jumping> around. And, <laughs> and yeah, one of the funniest reviews I've ever read, but kind of embarrassing for the people bringing the game out. But it was, right, uh, but it was a fantastic game that World War Two Online. You, there were there was. Um, there was no skill tree as such. It was just how good you were with your infantrymen aiming that rifle. But it was all quite realistic. You got hit with that bullet, you went down. And right. It, yeah. It was, you had to lead the targets. There's proper physics in the game. Um, now, it was now, a half-scale map of Europe. It was incredible.
0: Now, do you remember the day you heard about UO, or like, like, do you even remember that? Like, you, did you hear about it? Did you read about it? Like, how do you even remember all that back then?
1: No, I honestly don't remember. I do, I do not remember going from one thing into it. I remember being really excited about it when I started off and ended up sinking yeah. so much time into those early characters. But I, I really can't remember how I actually got started. It might have just been as simple as me going into game. Uh, right. Which is the, one of the main shops in the UK at the time that when I used to go into Manchester at the weekends and picking it up, it could have been.
0: Now, um, I'm going to assume your connection back then, I mean, we're talking 56K dial-up, right? Like when you first started UO?
1: Yeah, (laughs) it was um, (laughs) it was bad, Uh, and and what's more, it was um, you had the luxury of free local calls in the US. We didn't have that. Um, Oh, we're talking between five and eight pence a minute on a phone. Wow. So yeah, and that adds up when you're on an online game that really sucks time. But pretty quickly, I tried to find ways of sort of mitigating that sort of extra cost, and uh, there there all these things started popping up. Um, because obviously there's demand out there for free internet. British Telecom, of course, said there is no demand for free local calls. (laughs) Right, (laughs) yeah. Um, But there were these companies, one of them, I remember bizarre name, it was called Red Hot Ant. And what it did, it came up with a little uh, thing that you put your, uh, you connected, you logged in through your modem through that and it logged you on. And it gave you, uh, it was an 0800 number, which is a free phone number. Like a 1-800 in the US. Yeah. Um, So... And, and and that was amazing you know we, we could get on it it, was, <laughs> right. it wasn't a great connection but it was it, it was free um but unfortunately one of the side effects of this was it had all pop-up adverts which is how they how, how they keep it going and of course the first uh. thing everyone did when they used this system was block the ads because <laughs> yeah. uh, right. <laughs> you throw adverts at people the first thing they try and do is get rid of them um, yeah and and because the business model sucked, these things didn't last around but i probably jumped from one to the next of these businesses that tried this business model that just didn't work out um, over the right. time and finally and, the calls got cheap or free
0: and what was the name of the chart? was it Europa is that like the European server
1: back then that's the one I was on I uh, I, I never really made the connection of I just went on <laughs> yeah. because all, the, all those sounded obviously American so I thought right. we well, might find some Europeans on there. Um, <laughs> so it, it made sense for me in that respect but it's only later on i discovered that yeah the pings are important and all that yeah oh yeah
0: no and no one had and and there's only been gosh i think like one person who was like oh yeah i picked you know this region specifically because of location i had no idea as a kid you know i I don't know i just picked whatever (laughs) one and and that was what i rolled now okay so you pick a (laughs) right yeah because you pick a shard now what conceptually what did you want to do in uo like what was your goal
1: um let's see so i i, I like the fact that you could just mine quite happily and really wow company. okay yeah uh, so I, I i my mining skills went up pretty rapid because it's pretty much all i did and you get the, the, know, <laughs> the mules and all that sort of thing yeah walking back into it. and i started minok bank with my mule and get all my pickaxes and all that that I've stashed away and then head to that little cave that was just outside that was always like, um, you know, the PKs are just constantly beaming to. Oh, yeah. Um, And and we were fresh meat. Um, But it it went from that to then, because I was getting quite an established player at the time, um, I would actually gear up. So I'd be pretty safe while I was mining at the same time. Um, Right. I didn't really specialize that much. When I first started playing, obviously, the more you play, you get your different characters, you specialize with them. And you sure, do. yeah, yeah. All that sort of thing. But I am kind of made my character good at fighting to protect the fact he could mine, so protect himself while I could mine.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's funny you say mining because I had a, um, a buddy played um, Outlands with me uh, like probably like three months ago, and he's like, oh, man, I can't wait to like mine. And I'm like, what? he's like, yeah, man. He's like, I just want to get a pickaxe and, you know, like hit up the mountains. And I'm like, dude, that that's ridiculous. It's the most boring thing that UO offers. And I guess what I realized is, no, people absolutely loved just mining. I don't know if it was like, you know, relaxing or, you know, I don't know. But, you know, you see, you're not the first person <laughs> to tell me yeah. that.
1: It, it, it's really, it was quite calming and it was enjoyable. And also you never knew what was going to happen. Every day was different. Sometimes you get jumped, sometimes you wouldn't. Right. Um, and, and it was, you know, I, I remember um, there was one guy who kept getting picked on um, by the same PK, kept coming back. Um, and you, you can tell when players are getting close to quitting. You know? Right. know. They just oh, get yeah. so sick of the fact, and he was coming coming back to the town and getting rezzed and all that sort of thing. Um the healer, uh, because that's what they did, didn't it? You, you take your ghost back and the healer would bring you back. Yeah. Um, so I went and I, I, I dressed up like a miner. So I took a pickaxe. I put one of those funny bone helm things on
0: um, mm-hmm. and dre-
1: dressed down to my underpants, which is basically a mining costume, wasn't it? That's what everyone wore because right. no one wanted to take anything worth losing. So that's all everyone went with. Um, so i dressed up like that in the mine with him mining and then next time this guy came back put all my gear on and walloped him <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was my first taste i think of really having to go at proper pvp um, yeah i had an intention I, to do it you know
0: i know like to me like i you know when i played i, I always liked pvp but i just kind of gradually got into it and once i did it was like The best way I could describe it was, similar to your mining comment, every time I engaged another player, it was completely different. Like, you had no idea, you know, is there five people going to jump in, you know, two, 10? I have no idea, you know, what I'm jumping into, and it's different every single time. And I think what got me, and I'm sure it got you, was the risk-reward factor. It was just, it's hard to explain. Unless you've experienced it,
1: it just um, gets that adrenaline going so well, and that, I think that's why I like yeah, some of those yeah. games that that had the same effect. Where um, you know you, you're at the risk of losing everything if you if you're not careful. It's um, it, it, it's incredible. It really it really gets the blood well, pumping compared and, to regular games.
0: And I'll tell you what. Fast forward twenty years. I can't even believe it's twenty years, right? Fast forward now, and and even on like free shards, where you know, like you know, for instance, on Hybrid Man, you know, people after they just celebrated 17 years after that amount of time right people are geared out unlimited resources probably and it is wild to me that still when people die the amount of butt hurt that occurs you know it's just (laughs) uh, right it's unbelievable because it's not like a gear thing right like oh i lost all my gear that i worked a week on no you can just go restock (laughs) right right you know it so at this point it's almost a pride thing and and it it just it it further reinforced to me that wow like you know this game it it may be a little different now but it's the same basic principle of i do not want to die at all costs (laughs) yeah and okay so now you're a little unique uh and the fact that we're gonna kind of have a fork on the road here so you know I I think your biggest thing that that I you know really know you for is you ran a website called AskChopper.com right, and yeah. I I want you to kind of you know perhaps just set the stage on you know how did that how did this idea even come about like how did that happen?
1: Uh, well, the the idea for an exploiting website wasn't mine. I mean, there was um, I think it was UO Extreme or UO easy the uh, what was it called U exploits UO exploits was basically just a forum yes. and then also there was UOprostitute.net. um oh i don't I thought, remember that one ah uh, that was the biggie that was um uh, i seem to remember that they actually got shut down um really wow because of what they were doing um i don't know if there's money involved and that caused complications mm. for them or something but they they and there's a lot of infighting there there was no it's not that there's no moderation, uh, right. there was, but then the, that band stick was used quite heavily in some situations. But because you're dealing with exploiters, they just create new accounts, come back in, cause chaos. Right? It's, oh yeah. No, it's a, yeah. It's a bit of an unusual crowd. I mean, you think some of the PvP crowd can be a bit toxic? Then yeah. You know, some of the the ones that were purely in it to exploit. Uh, still, but people exploit for different reasons. But we'll get into that separately. But the um, yeah. So. You prostitute, do used to have this um, thing in the forum? I think, I think it was called Ask Thack or Ask Khan or something like that. Okay. Basically, newbies or anyone could go in and ask any question without getting railed, roasted. On. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it. Because you know we got stratics and things like that, and the, and it was before they even said Google it. You know, it was um, I think it was web crawler at the time. <laughs> Everyone was using yeah. whatever, else, <laughs> right. whatever the hell it was. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it, it, and it just wasn't. It, it wasn't that nice a, an environment. A lot of the forums were a bit strict in the way they were run. Um, oh, yeah. So I thought, well, all right, well, let's create a new one and how do we get people to it and what do we do? And um, and obviously, I was already into the – I managed to get on the um, – I, I submitted a bug to one of those that had a private forum right? Um, and got it accepted. And I, was, and I thought, it's brilliant. Oh, I've done that and I've got access to like 20, 30 really good, not great game-breaking bugs, but things that just – Take a bit of the grind out of it, and you know, go a day job as well, and as a lot of people do. Now, <laughs> yeah. play it now, my goodness, um, with the age that we're at, but it, it, you know, you don't want to be spending, you know, a, a few hundred hours fishing uh, just to get that skill up so you can get treasure maps. You, you want to get there a bit quicker, right? Not, yeah. And not necessarily PvP exploits as well, because that's a different animal as well, I think. But just stuff that speeds the game up. But I don't, I don't see, didn't see any great harm, in. so I thought, all right, well let's. Let's create a site like that, and we'll keep it fairly unmoderated and, and open, so people can come and do stuff. But um, and and so for, I just I registered the I've actually uh, <laughs> before this interview I went in the garage and I've been in the in, in, my, in my files and I've I've actually got the uh, it's a purchase order form for the someone working on the website for me because wow. I didn't have time to do it. And that was on the twenty fourth of October two thousand, and also the registration <laughs> of it, going back to. Oh, I, I keep good records. I didn't realize that, but yeah, yeah, that's that crazy. It. Um, and the, and that's from a company called TORT One Hundred and One, um, which uh, in Warrington, um, they set everything up for me because uh, they actually did our company's website because I had a day job as well, like I said. Okay,
0: so they you farmed it out to them, and they you know did the conceptual work, you know, the art design yeah, and
1: all that. To an okay. extent, and I put yeah. stuff and things in I already had a basic layout myself but it was done right. it was all frames and everything it looked rough um and then it that whole front end just linked to an easy board uh that was the actual brand name at the time it was easy boards wasn't it okay that uh, before reddit before all that sort of thing it was everything was forums and ICq numbers and all that sort of thing in those days wasn't it oh so, yeah and it was it was easyboard.net I think it was from memory so you you'd link to your forum but it would be on they'd host it
0: sure uh, yeah you all the sense. moderation
1: and, and all that sort of thing you could do yourself through it. it was really good dead easy oh um, well, yeah it it, it it struggled um to be honest because a few months after it kind of being up and running or it might have been sooner i can't remember now but the the same guy that this, this talk 101 got in touch with me and just said look he said we've been having serious problems um you know we, we our servers were falling over we've had customers complaining and, <laughs> uh, and basically the the thing had been drawing so much bandwidth and, and we're talking gigabytes you know no. and back then gigabytes were not thrown around lightly as a term you know it was no yeah, <laughs> yeah we didn't carry gigabytes around in our pockets like we do nowadays you know yeah um, it, it was a lot of data to be shifting in those days when you consider that you know the files were smaller and, and all the rest of it you only dealing with Board, well, yeah, it was cool. like
0: a little frame website. It's not like it was doing, you know, there was no Flash or anything, right? I mean, back then, no,
1: no, we hosted some files, um, which obviously people were downloading like crazy. That was probably <laughs> part of the problem, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they're all play-made files and, and that sort of thing. Um, but uh, eventually it it needed a new home, and that's when some of the other people that that helped set Ask chopper up came in. There was. Ben, uh, Ben Dover, <laughs> <funnily enough>. uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he, but he, he's been he was brilliant. He's he's hosted the site for goodness knows how long um, through his work and whatever else he, he did at the time. Right. Uh, Luth, um, amazing person as well. Who helped uh, really helped with all of it. It, it. Someone needed to take over the actual technical side and the web design and the, the right, stuff that yeah. needed a bit of you know, like someone who knew what they were doing because I didn't. Uh, and Luth came in and just 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 really did a cracking job on the whole site and kept everything running. and it was thanks to him that we managed to create a whole sort of private access bug section well yeah
0: you're, you're i mean what you're describing man is a business and that's exactly what you're describing go ahead yeah,
1: yeah it's a structure yeah um there's a goal to a business and <laughs> we'll get into that but got, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so but yeah i mean luth and and the others and i mean we had a lot of the llamas we had grandmaster pk but a bunch of people that just spent loads of time helping out and i'm sorry for all the ones i've not mentioned so far but i'll probably will probably come to me soon as well sure um, um and, and and all the bug testers we had an army of bug testers um and and without an actual section of the site rather than emailing him which is how it used to be done and me testing all the bugs by myself <laughs> yeah it kept me busy and we, i went through so many different um, you owe accounts out had to go and buy from the, from the shop to get the code Right, so create new throwaway accounts basically it's before you could just get them sort of online as a throwaway job or whatever um,
0: yeah I, I wanted to kind of share my experience when I because my experience is, is not very long winded with you know your website I just, and I'm trying to gosh I'm really trying to remember how I found it I honestly don't recall like how I it, it was either maybe on you know searching the web somehow i don't know whatever however it came up um i went to the website and i remember saying okay and it said like you know bugs exploits i'm like i'm thinking okay this, you know as and i think i was uh, i don't know i was still a kid but uh, you know i may have been at that point you know maybe 13 14 but you know when i what i was kind of reading i was like you know this this seems like really like interesting stuff right like i I, like i feel there's a sense of i'm not supposed to be here but i want to see right like what exploits what's here and i and i remember clicking and it's like well you have to submit a you know a bug to get access (laughs) to the private section i thought in my head i'm like well i don't know any bugs and i'm like all right well there's a public section i thought okay cool well i'm just gonna you know, leech off that. And I go to the public section and it's like, you know, they're like three years old by then or whatever. And they've all been fixed. Right. So I've yeah. actually never seen the private, you know, section of ass choppers. So I guess, you know, that perhaps, and I have a feeling a lot of people haven't either, you know, cause I have a, a, a strong feeling that they were in my boat where, I mean, if you didn't have a bug, how else would you get, you know, access? Can you walk us through what did that, what did that look like? The private section?
1: Uh, it just looked very similar to the to the the public section when you went in it, except you got the list of bugs that were uh, that were currently and and you saw how old they were, and it actually had written next to them whether they were fixed or working at the time. Right, like, quite regular, and then um, after a period of time, it automatically shuffle down to the to the free section. So even if they weren't fixed, um, they would still oh. go to the free section. So we weren't. Too exclusive about it. We didn't want to be too much of a private club, but we also yeah. wanted to make sure there's some incentive for people to actually keep contributing bugs. Um, so that, that that was the reason behind it, and that was the but it was it was Luth that created the whole machine that did it basically, and even let you assign bug testers so that they could log on to it and tick certain ones, and and there were categories they could tick like um, uh, this has already been done or uh, right didn't work and, and as they tick the box it's in the reply to the person who did it saying sorry but your book hasn't been it was brilliant you know
0: so. well like and I, and I told you this you know privately but i was like man AskChopper.com was living in 2020 and 2001 because you know <laughs> the systems the the design that we saw there was just it was so and this is my opinion but i feel like it was so ahead of its time that people didn't really understand that. And I think they do now, perhaps, but in retrospective, I mean, the things, you know, I'll just say you guys, cause clearly you had a team, what you guys were doing was, I mean, it, you know, exploits aside, just the design of it was just absolutely, you know, ingenious. Now, um, a- as far as the private section, what, you know, what kind of bugs were, cause, you know, this is the other thing, I guess maybe the technology was limited back then, but like I don't remember checking, you know, Ask Chopper like, you know, daily or weekly. I don't remember the interval, right? I would just go sporadically, right? But, you know, what kind of bug like what were some of the best, you know, private bugs that were in there that you remember, I guess?
1: Oof. Um, the best ones. I think the best ones were just just anything really, they just helped reduce the grind. That's what was, oh, they yeah. were the most popular. Um people didn't really seem to want sort of ways to instantly kill people and stuff like that because that's not what you're always about Uh, yeah you want the pvp to be fun and so did week. we didn't want to uh end up ruining that for anyone um so what about like
0: the the gold duping did you ever like because i i don't remember the timeline but i do remember there was a time where gold was able to be duped like somehow and people were going wild with that
1: do you remember that yeah, you could pretty much dupe anything. It was all a case of server lines and trying to find the right time to shut down. And, <laughs> right. Um, uh, and it was all, that, the whole 8 by 8 system where you cross into different areas where things are, it, it, that was kind of related to if you could shut down your clients in such a way at a certain time. That's that's the simple, easy, basic concept behind it. Yeah. But obviously, they kept fixing and tweaking and changing things. So the. It, it, it was a constant battle between the the people trying to find these ways of doing things and, and the UO staff kind of fixing it all, um, which is part of the fun, I think as well, really.
0: Yeah. Cause I, I remember, you know, when even talking to Garriott, you know, it was like this never ending battle to address exploits and bugs because it was like, you know, it, it was almost in my head too. I'm rationalizing. Okay. There's a million people playing. He's like, imagine let's just say 200,000 people like testing bugs almost live. Right. And they don't even know it (laughs) there, you know, like there's, there's no really way to stop it. And I, and I think, um, I think what you're describing for your website is just human nature, right? Like if there's a shortcut, if there's a way to do this potentially faster, I'm going to try it right And I want to know about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, totally. And it was fun kind of testing different things out and, and, and sometimes you'd, you'd realize from a couple of different submissions of bugs that these obviously link up somehow. There's a reason why these things work. And, right. and you try something else along the same lines, and, and that would work. And you, there's all sorts of things that opened up. There's, I mean, I've actually got some submissions here uh, that are in my file, uh, obviously ones wow. that I was working on at the time. Um, I forgot. Let's see. Let's see if there's anything that jumps out at me. Yeah, sure. Why not?
0: Now, how often and would people submit these, stuff, though? Trying to read
1: through these things was so hard sometimes. Um, uh, well, this, there was, honestly, there were, there were dozens and dozens a day at some stages. Wow. Um, so hard to go through. Uh, obviously, as you've got these popular things petered, down, petered out a bit, and, and there weren't that many at the beginning. Um, right. Got too busy for just me to do. Um, here's one. Discovered this bug accidentally while trying to teleport onto the roof of a bank. Simply tried to teleport to a spot you cannot see you will not use regs or mana since the spell never executes, but you can still gain eval intelligence. Just set a macro trying to teleport to a spot you can't see and watch the eval rise. Oh, um, that's a pretty good one. I think it was a basic mechanic. You see, some of these are, right. it's hard to say whether it was intentional or it's actually part of the game and this guy's just noticed it. or Because there weren't oh, yeah. that many guides out there. So it's, uh, uh, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you got to think. You shouldn't be able to get from just, you know, failing a spell on a spot or something shouldn't you that so does make sense to be a suppose.
0: right i mean in mean, there and you know and it was so tough i'm sure because i mean they released this and people went buck wild so all of a sudden now people are clicking every single freaking button a hundred times you know <laughs> like you know i'm sure some of these mechanics they never imagined someone would you know do or, or you know exploit or whatever um But so okay, so the system was you. So let's say I submitted a bug, you know, whatever, right? You're saying at at the height of this, you had a team of people that would then review the bugs and then what decide whether it was, you know, good enough for the private section or how did that work?
1: Yeah, so from memory, I think what they used to do they they'd say this one's that there'd be a list of those that have been tested and a list of those haven't. So they knew which ones to go for and which ones not. Then the ones that have been tested would then be able to be approved by one of the admins to actually go on. So we'd b- take a final look at it, make sure we thought, hang on, that's been on before, or oh, no, I'll right. really put that one on, or and also to prioritize because we didn't want. It. There's always going to be in that in those top five bugs that were that you could see. You could always see the title of the bugs, but you can never actually click through them would say, "Yes, met a bug to see this." That was the sneaky bit. So we go, "Oh my god, I can do that. That's brilliant!" But then you couldn't. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, so it was. It, it, we'd always make sure there was at least one good headliner up there. Um, so we wouldn't, if there were three great ones in the list, we'd only put one up at first. Sure. yeah, a few others. and so it just keeps keeps the interest going really that was the. Now the way it went.
0: did you ever have a moral dilemma of a game that you loved that you potentially right were releasing to the masses exploits that maybe were not intended you know, to be done?
1: Yeah, I mean, there were certain ones that were really concerning. Um, <laughs> yeah, because the, there was this fabled iDoc bug, you know, the endanger collapse. Um, yeah, and and there was a there was a, it was the Insta iDoc bug uh, where you could instantly iDoc. house. I never ever saw it work. I had lots of people saying the different ways of doing it, or they knew someone who did it, or but I, I never actually came across a working version of it. But that that would anything like that that's proper game breaking. I don't know if we would have put it in. I don't know if it, I don't think we ever got anything that was that much of a potential game breaker. Um,
0: that's pretty big though. Yeah, instant IDA. I mean, that is, I, I would, yeah. I would figure I mean, some, though, some guy that would be fixed. or something
1: and, and all the guild and everything, and someone could just wallop it and uh, oh, just an even it. you know that. So okay, uh, and so when you consider that you know some of these things had a monetary value at the time, the castles were selling for right. tons of money on eBay, you know, and if you can prove a loss, then you can take some to court or something. Um, so, okay. it's, 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 so
0: what you're saying is you did have some moral compass on certain things that you would post and not that, right?
1: I think everyone on the forums kind of knew that Um because it, it was a nice. Forum it was yeah although there was it was very lightly moderated with a very light hand um it, i don't think we ever really banned anyone, um which is incredible wow it might be one or two, but they must, must have been pretty extreme if they did, considering some of the regulars we had on there and what they were like, my goodness, um so we, we just treated everyone with respect, kept it good, and we had the rant forum where they could go on and say whatever they wanted right sure, um without fear of being banned or anything so um it, and, and we'd just move stuff over to that if it got too bad, usually, and then they'd have to deal with the fact it was over there, and they'd just carry on ranting. And it was um, right. So it, 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 whereas these people would go on Stratics and be kicked off in the first ten minutes because they'd say something something controversial, um, but it gave everyone a bit of a home they could go to where they just knew. But yeah, so I, I don't think it, even though it was kind of full of exploiters and PKs and all the rest of it, there were some like was, Most people were really nice people. Uh,
0: now, is there anything that happened, you know, throughout this whole process that you really did not expect? You know, it could be anything, people, bugs, whatever, you know, is there something that you, you think of now that you're like, man, at the beginning, I had no idea this was going to, you know, happen? I think,
1: I think just the fact that it got so big in itself, it was never, <laughs> yeah. I never expected it to, to get anything like it did. Um, and like I said, when you're shifting gigabytes of bandwidth and you've got your your local internet company telling you, look, we can't, we can't do this anymore. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you're hosting it as a hobby site for free with us because you've got your company website with us and you right. know, you, you, you're our biggest drain. So now it's, uh, you got to go. Um, right. And then all the people just chip it in, that community building up around it. And, and, and even, well, I'd say even now it's gone down for a bit. It'll be back up, but... Um, even now people just check in every few years <laughs> you see you think anyone's still there you know on the forums right yeah
0: and well it, and okay so define for everyone that's listening what is big like what do you like can you define how many users how many bugs you had do you have any of those stats
1: oh they, or, or could you they estimate have thousands of registered users there. okay Oof, i i without i would i would have looked at the site if it was still up but um i could probably go on way back machine and have a nosy at it but it, uh, there were there were thousands and thousands of actual registered users wow and because okay. we weren't banning people left right and center they were because they had to register one to come on and look at the forums to, to see what was there so we had a good idea but it was it was well populated um but not yeah. really posted because of the nature of what it was they were worried about getting their accounts banned that sort of thing everyone was convinced that osi were you know reading everything and looking for clues as to who was who and um but this is back in the day when the internet was a fairly anonymous place you know right by the name chopper i didn't put my name on there no one did really it was um you were cautious about that sort of thing now christ everyone's putting the holiday pictures up there for everyone to see it's totally oh y-
0: yeah i think privacy worldwide is just a joke at this point i think we all agree on that but um
1: yeah and we've done it voluntarily as well so.
0: yes <laughs> i'd true. prefer if we just got paid if they just said hey we're going to pay you 300 bucks a month and we're going to resell all your info. Fine.
1: <laughs> Have at it. At least I'm getting paid. <laughs> let's be honest about it. Yeah. yeah. At
0: least I'm getting something. But okay. So because back then, even thousands and thousands of users, I mean, that that's a huge deal. Now, let's get into the business side of things. You know, at any point, did you start to turn, you know, did you ever think of maybe monetizing this or did you monetize it? Like, could I pay you to say, hey, here's a hundred bucks. I want to have full access to the private, you know, second. How did that ever happen?
1: No, no, we never took money for it. Um, not, not for getting to the private sector or anything like that. Um, okay. We tried a banner system when they were kind of getting off the ground. Um, it was called click exchange. I've actually got the, I've got the email here printed out next to me. <laughs> wow. Uh, God, when was that? 23rd of October, 2000. So we were trying that out. And unfortunately we had such a good sort of, play base i think we even tried the google ones when they came out but because our user base was so loyal they're set up with like click bots on it and stuff like that and they're thinking they were helping us but it just obviously the, the companies realized what was going on and just, just right just withdraw the fact that you know that, that they just wouldn't give us anything. these aren't real hits right yeah exactly um i did get a check once for one of the banner companies that went bust i think it's for about Nine dollars or something, and send it from the US probably cost more, and print the yeah. sending it to me probably cost more. And I didn't actually cash that; I actually sent it back because I felt bad. Because uh... <laughs> <laughs> so now we don't, we don't. I don't think we ever actually made money on it. It was never a. It was never an intention. That's. A, I had a sharp intake of breath when um you mentioned it to Richard Garriott, um because first of all, I was kind of. <laughs> <laughs> part relieved part relieved and part upset he'd never heard of us because first of all i was thinking oh at least we weren't that much of a problem to him and, and second, right it was like well you know it's a shame he hasn't heard of us in some ways i suppose but then when he said you know, yeah they, they 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 used to charge people for access to i was like oh no no he didn't
0: right <laughs> so, and i think and a potential spoiler is some of the other people that i'm going to talk to i have a feeling uh, well i don't know this but you know, because Gary is at the top, right? And I always think of him as, you know, he he knows what's going on, but in a fluid moving situation such as UO and its peak, I don't know how much in the weeds he was. And some of the other people I want to talk to were in the weeds, right? And I want to kind of know from their perspective kind of what they thought because besides, you know, the, the sites you mentioned, I didn't know of any other people that were doing – you know what, you were on a, I'm just going to say public scale, right? Because it was a public website. Um, You know, I don't know anyone else that was doing it. Did you know of anyone else, I guess? Or are you kind of, you know,
1: the one? Uh, Well, there were, I think, towards the end of Ask Chopper when when you were always kind of filtering out and everyone was doing the free shards and that sort of thing. I think people were bringing up their own websites doing the same sort of thing then. Um, Yeah. And and obviously we followed in the footsteps of the the first Easy Board one and your exploits or whatever it's called uox three or
0: and and, and, and I, um, I want to be very profit. clear because and, and I'll, I'll be honest with you chopper i love tinfoil hat conspiracy theory like i'm all in man i love you know good conspiracy so you're saying for mass chopper i mean you didn't make a you didn't really make any money off it it was pu- not a money generating thing at all
1: no 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 in fact i got a stop cease and desist order from electronic arts which is one of me really famous i suppose but um, yeah.
0: So walk us through um, that.
1: Yeah. It wasn't, uh, well, for anonymity's sake, the whole site was registered in me, um, me, my wife at the time, my ex-wife's name. um, Okay. She actually got the top season. (laughs) um, (laughs) That's
0: a great conversation to have at the dinner table.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but I I just responded to it because they were, they were just trying to take down um, They're more concerned about the fact the logo was on it and we're doing detrimental stuff to the, Oh, to the brand yeah well okay. that's, that's the guys they did it under and i, I, I was wondering if that's what they did for your prostitute as well so i mean, I've, I've even got a reply to them here that i printed out i'm not there was no letter though annoyingly i must have put it somewhere um so they uh, i basically wrote back to them. all the stuff that um they were saying was on our website it was just us linking um stuff from other websites So it was their image projected through our website so it was right it was it was, it was, it was one of them was the they said the uo Logo was on there and it wasn't it was, it was i think it was your or one of the main things that had the uo in it sure <laughs> it was it was theirs so we basically just com- complied with everything and said sent back a thing saying look we've done what you asked for but you know i think you've been a bit over the top thank you very much um, and that was it yeah i never heard back from them wow I, if okay. I, I i faxed it back to them it was that long ago so
0: <laughs> fax machine <you> still exist, <laughs> man you know
1: <laughs> yeah. um,
0: in the same way uo does right it's still around um, okay, so so then you've kind of answered, you know, your own you know question of mine is someone there knew about AskChopper.com, for sure. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I mean, I mean,
1: yeah, I had a conversation with one of the support staff at one point. Um, I think there was a bug that was concerned. About. I think it was probably the instant IDOC thing when all that was going on. Yeah, um, and, and 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 I basically said it's not. You know, I, there's, I think one of the popular ways that. We were trying because we were trying to do it ourselves, just a proof of concept thing, right? Yeah, computers. and um, and um, I think we even tried using this program called World Forge, um, which you use to kind of create the land in servers and raise ground and lower ground and all that. Okay. Sort of thing. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, obviously, it's all server side, so it's not going to do much. But we a lot of. The weirdness in in you always the client side server side relationship. So we were seeing if there's a way of confusing it to make it think you were somewhere slightly different, and maybe right. then you could. So we all different ways of trying to get under a house to do stuff or onto it. But wow! Rea- but realistically, it was all server side. It wasn't really going on. Uh, I, I'm still convinced there was no instant i. Dot bug, and I'd I'd love to be proved wrong. Uh, cause okay, not- so
0: you know, as now you're the more mature, you know, distinguished chopper. You know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and i laugh because because
0: <laughs> i say that to myself yeah, internally literally. too yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly Jury's out but okay so going back you know would you do it again you know given what you know now would you still do it
1: oh yeah definitely and i'd be just as careful as i was i mean um keeping the anonymity sorted out um and sure making sure we're, we're, there was no money involved for that very reason like, you know it, it, it EA could have tried to sue us if they could prove a loss, if they could prove that one of our bugs had made a massive detrimental effect on that game. Right. They could have tried it. But how would you prove that? In a British court, it's very difficult. It's not yeah. like in America where they can claim all sorts of things. It's you've got, to be, you've got to have an invoice for something, basically, and say, this is what I lost on okay. a, a bill of some description. And and it wasn't. And I, I did actually speak to the, when I spoke to that, uh, the your know, support, staff member he might have been high up might have been low down i've no idea yeah um but i said like you know are they aware of the site? i said oh they're aware of the site it said uh, and he, he said yeah they've got a, a, p- a picture of you on the on the urinal in the um in the staff room <laughs> 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 he was joking of course but yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god that's that's actually really funny um okay so so now i think i have a good picture on on what it was now and i'm just going to touch on this again just for the tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist did you ever consider monetizing it at any point? Did you think, hey, maybe I can make
1: a couple coins from this or no? Oh, yeah. That's why we tried the banners. Um, yeah. You know, there were costs associated with it, not just right. going out buying games for the codes on them. And- <laughs> those, but, yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah there, there, were, there were running costs that other people were absorbing. It would have been nice to send something their way, and, and it would have been nice to spread some money around for the people that put time into it as well. Yeah. Um, you know, to, to this day, I'm still amazingly grateful for everything they've done it's um and there's still people i keep in touch with every now and again now not as often as we used to unfortunately but yeah
0: sure well i'll tell you what i will send you my address so if there's any checks you want to write man i will be glad to (laughs) (laughs) just kidding um so okay so now do you still and you kind of answered it real quick but i mean are there still people that you keep in touch with today that you are still active with or
1: uh, not very active with, no. Luth occasionally. then um, now and again. Recently, with the site going down, I was looking to bring it back up again. And yeah, uh, been in touch Now, are you
0: talking about Luthius or Luth- who's Luth? Because there's a guy named Luthius Luth- that's Luth- a
1: developer. No, this is L U T H Luth. Luth. Um, Got it. Okay. Guys, different people. Okay. That was his name on the um, on, on the Ask Chopper forums. Um, okay. But yeah, the, the, there was one fella called Grandmaster PK who was great um he was he was a right character he was brilliant um and we ended up talking about playing bass i think it was and and talked him into trying to play bass guitar and, and he ended up like really picking it up as a i think more, wow. more i think he started a band and all sorts of things and uh he spoke to me afterwards saying thank you so much it really helped me through a chunk of my life that I was in yeah uh, and a, another guy that i remember one of the first people started playing Yo with was this um his, his name was Mikey Mikey F A M I K E Y F A okay um, and he got in touch with me years afterwards saying oh it was great playing the uo with you and all that sort of thing and um just thought i'd get in touch because it was a fun time back then um just these little things that just pop up now and again you're like wow it's uh it's just an amazing community um
0: oh was, i mean if you told me you know well if you told me 2020 would be what it is today i probably would you know <laughs> probably would laugh you know but <laughs> if, if you told me you know in 2020 In December, I'll be talking to, you know, Chopper himself, you know, that's just would blow my mind in the short time I've just done this podcast. You know, the people that have reached out to me, it's been, it's, it's just, it's wild the whole ride now. Okay. So it's December, it's 2020. Now what, what are you looking for, you know, for the future of askchopper.com? Like, like, what are you envisioning?
1: Um. Well, to be honest, since you contacted me about this, um, I've 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 dipped back into UL again. Um, I, I've managed to go through the weird and wonderful process that is trying to resurrect your account. Oh yeah, do wow. all that sort of thing, um, which I'd done a couple a few years ago just out of curiosity, but I think I took it to a certain point and didn't go much further. Right. Um, but the other night, I actually logged in uh, back on Europa with me, one of my characters. Um, and it was nuts it was it, it was completely different <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i mean really, oh yeah. really really different right managed to, get, managed to find the bank and figure out how the hell rooms worked again because got it just all gone um, yeah um and, and I, I i when i when i came in in the world as well i just a sheer panic I, I, that adrenaline came back because my house had gone obviously um, sure yeah so and my car was in the middle of this bloody field and i was like oh <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna someone's gonna come on and kill me oh god right. uh, and of course it's pretty quiet um yes it used to be um and that wasn't and it, it obviously it just didn't happen it, and I just i just teleported back happily to the bank and but then everything's weird in the bank. They've got like platinum now or something because the gold's right crazy. I mean, I've got twelve million gold in my bank, which was a lot of money back then. I think I can, uh, I can probably get a sword with it now or something. <laughs> oh know. yeah,
0: so uh, and it's funny. Uh, it's funny you mention that because um, uh, one of my buddies uh, he placed a character in. I think it. I think he said it was Chesapeake. I don't know. One of the servers in Faluca at the bank, and you're freely attackable. And he said he was logged in for like a week and no one ever attacked him. You know, just to give you how some of the magic is gone. And, you know, I'll say this much. Since I came back to hybrid, which I played a long time ago, you know, playing on a core PVP server. I mean, gosh, like it's been a while since I've been scared to like not hide in my house because I think someone has either camped my house or they're gonna meteor strike <laughs> and try to kill me if they see someone in the house, right? Like that level of fear I just haven't experienced, you know, in, in just such a long time. And coming back, it was like I'm just I'm hooked all over again, just just because of the risk versus reward. You know, there there is no trammel. There's just it's just Feluca. That's it. You know, and once you're at those guard zones, man, it is a free-for-all, you know. And I think The main OSI servers just miss that magic, just because of what it what it has become. You know, it's just it's really gone. I think, and I think the problem is it's gone through so many dang different companies, right, and different visions, and you know that kind of thing. But um, okay, have you tried like free shards based on the era that you the era used to play? Have you tried that yet?
1: I have not, but I totally intend to. I think that's going to be my next step. Is go out and uh, no, no the free shards don't need to worry i don't think i'm gonna fire up past chopper and start. <laughs> Cause man so okay
0: because you are so okay you're leading right to where i'm going because man i'm telling you <laughs> I, I would love to see an ass chopper and to give some of these um oh how should i say it some of these um hmm, entrepreneurs let's say that that's a good word um on some of these shards a run because uh I can just tell you right now, you know, and it's wild. And in, in 2020, as Chopper, there's no, there's nothing, nothing exists like that. There is no repository of bugs. There's no, uh, there's nothing
1: like it. Oh, you surprised me. Yeah. I mean, I, was, I uh, thought something would have uh, filled the gap.
0: Now nah, I don't know, Chopper. I, I pride myself on being the coolest kid in the class, right? But. Hey, I could be like just out of the club, right? Maybe there is some underground, you know, bug scene, which I I highly doubt there is. But, um, I would, you know, if I were you, I would really consider that because that would be a very interesting concept. And I think in 2020 and of course in 2021, I have a feeling, at least the Free Shard community, um, it's going to be a bit of an exciting time, I feel like, because, certain shards are at a point where i think changes are coming in a big way um and and you know we've seen growth you know for instance outlands i mean they got dang near 2000 people playing at times right wow that's really i awesome. mean yeah and now that's all custom though that's not old school uo in terms of map that is custom content yeah so it's got a whole new world doesn't it yes right um so that's a custom thing. Hybrid is the core, you know, T two A era that we remember with the map and all that. So there's different flavors, but
1: and this <laughs> I've got is the map in the file here as well.
0: <laughs> you do have the map. Interesting. So one of the yeah, things, yeah. one of the things I'm working on, um, and I apologize for for sidetracking here, but um, I'm trying to print the UO map on, a, on like on a, on a piece of wood. I have an engraver and i'm trying to basically take the uo map and engrave it on a piece of wood i think it would look really sick that's fantastic yeah, yeah. That's something i'm i'm going to test out but anyway um i would encourage you you know if you bring back the site i think you would have a lot of support because you know with everything that's happened in 2020 people are home they're playing games and this is this is going to sound wild there's a guy who uh, he lives in london right now and we were talking on Facebook. I know him through another group, and not not related to UO. And I guess I I mentioned something. I was like, yeah, you know, I stream on on Twitch now, and I and I stream some games, whatever. He's like, oh, what game do you stream? And I'm like, I'm like, guy oh, you've probably never heard of it. It's called Ultima Online. And he's like, you're kidding me. And I'm like, what? And he's like, dude, I played UO back in the day, you know, way back. And I'm like, really? You know, it, it's such a strange like thing. And I I just, I feel like, you know, this is just my feeling. I, I think you would have some fun with it because yes, it is much different now, but I, I know there is still, you know, some sort of bug scene, you know, because I think how it works nowadays though, Chopper, and this is my opinion, when people find bugs, like it's not really widely shared at all. It's pretty private, you know, until it gets abused is my thought. Right. Yeah. Um, but I would We're still, sort that out. <laughs> yeah, I would still love to just see it resurrected. And I'm telling you, you bring it into 2020 would, you know, it would just help 2020 become a little bit better, <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause golly, what, what a year. Um, but okay. So what you're saying to me is ass chopper is coming back in some form. Is that what I'm hearing?
1: Even if it's just coming back as a physical presence on the internet so everyone can get back on the forums and look through the old bug lists and all that sort of thing, at least that. Um, pretty busy at the moment. Um, through the okay. and company and all sorts of other fun stuff. But um, I'd like to spend more time doing things like UO and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's interesting. I do like the concept of the free shards. I can't yeah. see myself thinking too much time as a quiet servers if they're all like that at the moment. On the main ones, but I have heard that there's, there's this new concept that they're doing with this sort of new shard. It's not the new, new legacy, shard. yeah, which yes. is a bit woolly at the moment. I don't think there's that much detail, but it does kind of say that you basically um, the shard starts and off you go, start your new life with everyone else starting at the same time, and then at the end of it, it's all brushed away. Um, which I, I kind of, I actually think I kind of like the idea of. I think it starts everyone off on that level playing field, which is um, right interesting i'd say i um,
0: i think i this is my opinion i like the concept like i really do but uh, based on history execution that i've seen from the, the from that team does not lead me to believe that this is going to be what i think it's going to be that's my comment yeah
1: you know fresh, what i'm saying maybe this is so fresh they'll run with it i hope so um, I, yes um, I, I agree because they can't break too much long-term. They don't have to think about long-term economy. They don't have to think about long-term sort of way guilds and players progress. This is a one-hit thing, isn't it? So they can kind yeah. of make more tweaks to it, I would think.
0: Well, and I, and I think, um, you know, and we're just jumping around here a little bit, but under like some just shard theories, you know, it's really to like hybrid 17 years. I mean, the economy there is is a bit interesting. Things are super inflated just because of, how long it's been around. Same thing with normal UO. It's just, how do you deal with a hyperinflated economy like that? You know, and what I've discovered, uh, yeah. yeah. And what I've discovered in talking to all these owners of the different shards is it is very hard to get people to spend money, like spend their gold is what I mean, you know, to actually <laughs> recycle it, you know? Um, Cause you'll get people that just hoard it. They'll never spend a dime.
1: Yeah. <laughs> They don't intend to spend it. They just like to say they got loads of it, and they don't even right. tell people they got loads of it. They just sit there looking at it in the bank. I don't know what they do with it, but yeah. yeah. A, oh yeah. They, they, some people really do hoard it. There's no, there's no doubt. They've always done that. It's, um it's weird, and it, it, it really can't help that game mechanic when they're trying to keep the economy going and all that sort of thing. It's um
0: it's, right. It's, oh it's,
1: it's, yeah. They'll struggle for them as developers, I would think.
0: Oh, for sure. So, okay. So. We tackled, uh, kind of the future of what you're bringing. Um, and I'm definitely going to hassle you for bringing up something more than what you've described. Um, so just rest assured, um, that will happen. Okay. Now what do you, I'm going to ask you this conceptually, what do you think the future and we kind of just went into this, the future of UO is is going to, or what would you like it to kind of be? Or what do you think? Cool. Um,
1: Again, it's about keeping that community going, which yeah, um, it, it, it's that, that seems to exist whether you're in the the paid shards or the free shards or whatever, whichever you want to look at it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I think something that promotes more role play, that sort of thing, could be interesting. And um, I, I I used to do a bit of that as um, I used to be in the Garsman Militia uh, briefly. Um, yeah, in amongst testing bugs and everything else, I'd try some. And they, they were pretty serious <laughs> role players. I used to I had a character called Paul Brock, who was a procedure' on Europa, they were basically just mace fighters with plate arm, partly plate, partly chain. Yeah. Um, and I had great fun doing that. You know, it was brilliant. Um, and I, I, th- I think if we can get steer a bit over to that, maybe, maybe I have some... But I think the Free shells have already dipped into that and tried that. So, uh, yeah, I think your issue with a lot... I mean, i played a lot of MMOs in my time, and I know you have as well. And I think yeah. one of the issues with MMOs is no matter how good you make it, no matter how good you have a run at it, um, I mean, I'm, I, play, I I played Elite Dangerous as well for a few years. Uh, so okay. That's, that's the new version of the old Elite game we used to play originally. That's an MMO as well in space, and that's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Um, but even there, I think I think there tends to be a, a two, two-and-a-half-year lifespan of a player where your interest goes and you just end up on something else. Yours are a bit different because there's always that nostalgic, magnetic draw to go back because it's such a simple, straightforward game. You can always get back right. into it. Um, but it, it I, I, I don't know it, it,
0: i i think the thirst for content is a very difficult thing that you know no matter if you're on the free charge or really, OSI yeah. that yeah that's an uphill battle just just you know by default i mean i i completely you know think that that's a, a very impossible scenario for a lot of people and i think that's why um a lot of these Shards have turned into a little bit of more of a business, right? Because of the amount of content they have to pump out. They have to change different yeah. things, new monsters, new systems, right? I mean, and, and, and this. Yeah.
1: And, yeah.
0: Oh, for sure. And I'm so interested for you to try the free shards because there's something called the classic client. And it's not the classic client that you're thinking of, it's a new one that, uh, I think it's a Russian guy. I forgot his name. I, I, I've, I've been meaning to have him on here. Um, but uh, maybe he's, he's somewhere, not in the States, but he has developed this custom client that like brings UO to 2020. It's crazy. Um, I'd be really interested for you to try you know, the client and kind of see what you think of it. Um,
1: I'll, I'll certainly give it a go. I mean, I, I, I did actually try to install it and I've got one of those new Macs, the MacBook Air things and yeah all on that, but it, it just fell over completely. Um, <laughs> it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have yeah. it. Yeah. Um and it, I think you had to start installing I think you had to copy all the game files into a directory first. But someone on your Discord's actually just put a an um yeah a, a, a document up on how to get uh I think the show that you play is it the uh hybrid one? Yes, um, I play so hybrid, hybrid
0: and he it was funny because he played on a Mac and he was kind of asking me questions I'm like, man, I'm like, I really don't know. And then my buddy that I was talking to on Facebook, he's like, yeah, he's like, I have a Mac. He's like, I don't even know how to begin to like, you know, get that installed. And sure. And I even told the guy, I'm like, Hey man, if you just did a quick write-up, give me like six sentences, like nothing fancy, right? I'll throw it in a word and I'll post it. And just, you know, that at least gives someone a few breadcrumbs, right? To try to get it working in some regard. Um, so yeah, I'd be I'd be curious to see what your experience is, and 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 you know definitely keep me posted on, on you know how that goes because I would be curious.
1: Will do. Happy to report back.
0: Um. Okay. So this is an interesting question. I'm gonna change this up a little bit. Okay, and we can maybe bring this to perhaps modern day. Um. Or you can answer it as October. You know, two thousand, like you said, or whatever. Um, if you had for ass Chopper specifically, if someone came and gave you a blank check, you know, what would you use it for on Ask chopper?
1: Like, how would that work? Oh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Oh my goodness. I think I'd, um, try and get the old team back and actually pay them to sort of drag it through the modern ages. And and originally we wanted to kind of, um, have it as a multi-portal site so that, There'd be um, uo.askchopper.com and uh, com and, and whatever games were around at the time that we were right. looking at doing and, and have the similar section for each one. I mean, you could do that easily nowadays because you just have exploits and bugs for every game out there and turn it into oh, a, yeah. like a, me- a mega portal, basically, where people submitted one bug for any particular game and then they got access to everything. Um, um, I th- wow. I think not, yeah. I mean, that would be quite juicy, but then again, you have got the problem that information travels even quicker now than it did in the early nineties. <laughs> yeah. And once you've got, once you give someone access to that list of bugs, then it's only a matter of seconds before it's just posted somewhere or it's just out for everyone. Um, so it's it's kind of tricky to police that sort of thing. It's. Um,
0: I know, it's, yeah, and I think the, the people... people
1: never used to do it. Yeah, so sorry. The people, the reason people never used to do it was because um, I think we always said that we just kind of wipe. <laughs> <That did laughs> yeah. and then and then if that if, if, if so so everyone would have to start again and trying to get access again and i just made it so difficult and everyone was quite happy to see that constant stream of new bugs coming they didn't want to lose that sort of right of table.
0: oh yeah I, and i think you know it was funny explaining to you know the listeners that back in the day we had forums you had to like <laughs> wait sometimes a day two days to get a reply Right, I mean, can you imagine? You know? <laughs> I suppose it was
1: a busy forum; where it just disappears into page three before you know it, and nobody yeah, well, replies to it.
0: it was. It's super interesting. They they resurrected the old hybrid forums, and I don't have the. I, I probably have one of the oldest because it says I registered. I don't even remember when I did this. I registered it in like I don't know August two thousand three. My account. I mean, I just. Wow, okay. it, i mean kenya it was just crazy i was like wow and i remember spending a ton of time on the forum because like for real estate for buying weapons for buying what you had to be on the forums and posting you know to be able to buy it i mean
1: yeah it was crazy i Um, I think as well that it was such an evolving game that when you weren't playing it you were you were sort of diving into it you were that, that thirst for information and stories and all the websites and the community around it, you, you, you just kind of buried yourself in that when you weren't actually playing. As I certainly did. There was so yeah. much out there with people doing creative content and all that sort of thing. And the comics that that, that that guy did, I can't remember the name of it now, but the someone resurrected those, I think the, uh...
0: the I'm a newbie ones. Like... Yeah. That's the one. My <laughs> God, that's it.
1: Oh, that's just rung wrong bell. Big style. Wow. Yeah.
0: Um, and I can tell, you know, just based on talking to you, I feel like some of the magic's kind of coming back to you because the way you know you're talking i can tell that and this is for me you know i will never there's no way i could ever swear off uo or i mean sure i'll take a break or you know i'll i'll pause for a little bit but it's such a i almost think it's a gift and a curse to play a game like uo where nothing else compares right and i realize that now now cuz i remember we're older and we're mature now nothing else is going to compare but you know, I still can't bring myself to just let it go completely.
1: I don't know. Yeah, that nostalgia kick is, is strong <laughs> in it, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, and, and, you know, like, you know, to give you an example, like like on hybrid, you know, with the, while there's not, and this is the best way I can describe it, I almost view as my, my home shard back in our days was Sonoma. Really small shard, but the community was like rock solid. You know I mean? You almost knew everyone and playing on hybrid again it's like i got just enveloped in different communities and met different people and it was like it was just such a strong sense of hey we're gonna go do a champ spawn which by the way i haven't done a champ spawn in like a decade (laughs) you know i didn't and then some of them i still don't know what the hell i'm doing i'm like you know we're just killing these mobs right Yeah, yeah just keep killing them the candles will keep spawning and it was like you know in the back of my brain i remembered a little bit of it but you know what they've done with it now it's like <laughs> it's crazy to me it's just insane the systems that these people have you know designed and kept uo going is is just it's nothing short of amazing to me
1: it is great when people with that skill can point it in the right direction it's um yeah it's wonderful to see the end result can't, can't oh yeah for,
0: for sure okay and okay one of the last questions and you know, this is always a fun one. If you can name an instance where, and maybe it's in your mining days, I don't know, but where someone, you know, got trolled, like and it could have been really bad, really funny, or just maybe a funny experience that, you know, you maybe you want to share with everyone.
1: Uh, I think I. I kind of already did it. Yeah. It's that one where I went back in the cave with the guy and, <laughs> yeah. and railed on the guy that kept picking uh, on him. So, Do you that, remember who that was? The most, not a clue, no. Not a clue, okay. You know, no, it was um, Minock. kind of. It was a weird town because it's one of those that a lot of people started in. Um, right. Because of the mines and all that sort of thing. But they soon left because um, mine is not for everyone so there's me there pretty much all the time but there's a constant stream of newbies which was nice and it was it's good to i, I enjoyed i enjoy helping other players and i think that's why i did it in the forums and and in fact one of the other games i was playing and again i'm going back to fear of death is um was daisy um yeah which uh, now that's got fear of death you spend all this time with a character building up loot surviving eating doing your best to stay alive and then bang that's you know you're, that's it <laughs> yeah out and you're dead um, I, I, but in that, I, I, again, it was on a server. It wasn't on the main servers. It was on a player server. That, um, sure. It before it was before Daisy standalone came out. It was, it was in the old ones. And I, I, my character was called, called Chopper, funny enough. But he just ran around with an axe. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and but yeah, but I never, I didn't really attack anyone. I was, I was a healer. I went around trying to find people, and, and eventually they, 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 they all, they're on the. Um, it was Team Sound then. It wasn't uh, Discord at that point. Yeah. Um, and there was a channel, and they'd come and say, "I've just been, I'm losing blood fast. Come to me." And and half the time I'd <laughs> arrived there, and it was it was it was a, it was a couple of player killers, and they just right kill kill me for free blood bags, basically. But um, it was it was part of the game. I I enjoyed it. It was uh, okay. Yeah, I, I I love kind of especially when if you see someone. And the was weird for that in that it was such a steep learning curve. And oh was, yeah, I think without that strong player base, it would never have done as well. Um,
0: well, yeah, we've. Like I, I did a collaboration with this guy named Hello Greedo, He's a pretty big YouTuber, and I'll send you the link if you haven't seen it. It's really cool. He like did how to play UO in 2020 because he used to play, oddly enough. And like you know, from that video, I think it was it's at like 4,000 views, which for UO is like astronomical, right? And there's been a yeah. steady stream of people kind of trickling in, and I've seen him on hybrid in my channel, like. Hey, man, I'm brand new to UO. How do I play? And I'm like, oh, man, that's such a
1: hard question to answer. You know? And we're actually quite jealous you're in that situation and it's so new to you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cause
0: they're like, well, what level? And I'm like, no, no, no. It's skills. You know, like what? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you gotta. And I remember I this one guy, I think his name is the guy who wrote actually the, the Mac guy. But anyway, he like logs in. I'm like, hey, let's, you wanna do a warrior? Let me take you to the Brick graveyard. Right. And then, He's like, okay. I'm like, oh, you got to heal yourself with bandages. He's like, well, how do I get bandages? I'm like, well, what do you mean? You got to like get the cloth and cut it. <laughs> and it's just like these mechanics that we take for granted where I'm like, this is actually like really convoluted. It's not
1: <laughs> that easy, yeah. um, at least you want compared. Don't squat, by- squat behind a wall for 10 seconds and my health comes back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. It, you know, and it was like
0: one of those. And I could tell he had a fear of death. And I'm like, dude, I said, every time I log into UO, I I just tell myself mentally, death is coming. I don't know when, (laughs) but it's going to be coming at some point. I'm going to die. And I told him, I'm like, you know, and I'm like, when you die, this is going to be unlike any other thing you've experienced before. All your stuff drops. You have to go find a healer and then come back fast enough so your stuff either didn't get looted or it decayed. And just saying that, I could, you know, I I didn't see his facial expression, but I could tell there was an apprehension, like, wow, that sounds like a massive pain. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that that's, that's it right there. You know, that's the magic, right. That I think UL offers. Um, Okay. So we're going to try to wrap this up here. Is there anything, any shout outs, anything you want to tell, you know, my listeners, the community at large about yourself or, or anything, man, you have an open mic.
1: No, just it's been a pleasure working with your community for so long, and I can't wait to re-engage with it So at whatever level it might be.
0: Oh, uh, now, for everyone listening, don't let him fool you. I can tell that some of the magic's coming back to uh, Chopper, and <laughs> I I can't – I mean, the, dude, the fact that you have actual paper <laughs> documents on this <laughs> tells me that, like, you know, this is kind of like your. – a first love that, that you, you didn't forget about, but you just kind of saw her picture, right? And you're like, man, I remember. It was some good times. <laughs>
1: My baby, I watched it grow up. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. Um, so, okay, well, um, sincerely, and I know the time zones are crazy. Uh, thank you very much for you know sitting down with me, and uh, I would I would love to have a follow up conversation in the near future. When you bring back, ask Chopper in all of its glory. I just can't wait.
1: <laughs> Consider it done. So.
0: Awesome. All right, Chopper. Hey, thank you very much for hanging out. I, I sincerely appreciate it.
1: Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank
0: you very much.